I'm going to put it in the window. It's Monday and I'm walking from basically Ladrum Bay, Otterton to Budley, Salterton and maybe further. I had a quick look. It's one of those things where you turn around the corner and usually you don't know what you expect. You think, oh, am I going to see lots of... Usually it's like, oh, oh, that hill. Oh, God, that hill. I turned around the corner and went, oh. (laughs) Which might be famous last words, but it was like... Okay, that's that. That's three miles I can do in my sleep, maybe, but you know, we'll see. I spent, I dawdled a bit at Ladrum Bay painting and drawing the, not literally drawing the rocks, it wasn't like some kind of naughty Aluru type anti Aluru type process because they were very red, that sort of colour, red sandstone. Um, and you can hear the quarry in the background. Fraser was like, "Is that is that thunder, or is that is that some kind of range?" And I was like, "Oh, it's." Uh, I turned turn that corner. I was like, "Oh, quarry." Um, so yeah, yeah, the bus goes from Budley Salterton. It is Budley Salterton. I was getting it wrong on the last podcast. Budley, what's it? Just call everything Bot Sid, what's it, and Budley, what's it, and Sol Mouse, something what's it, Mouse, and Sal Cum, what's it? You know, I all do. Um, <laughs> Just like my artwork at the moment. It'll do, it'll do. I'm, I'm going for abstract, and that's my excuse. So, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk five, 500 miles. Um, depending on when I get to Bully Salterton, the last bus is like 6 something. Uh, apparently, there's a pharmacy, and I keep, I keep missing pharmacies because I want to see if I can get some like. These, I've got those horrible, useless, normal odoritas, which one, do nothing unless, unless you get the proper trainer ones, and two, I'd, I'd, let's try some gel insoles because it's a bit, yeah, my feet are a bit hurting. And there's a lovely community shop in Otterton, very recommended. Then you can get a water refill there. And of course, as like always, it's when the shop is open. Doesn't usually help me because I always get to these places too late. Um, and there's a pub in there, pub looks nice. Uh, I didn't try it. The annoying thing about Ladrum Bay is that I didn't realize when I was going through there and talking about that area and saying, Oh, I'll come back here and paint it, which is what I've done. Um, I didn't realize that the coastal path is the only way to it. And there's a big sign on the entrance because I walked along the road back. Yeah, last night I had to walk all the way five miles back. That was a bit painful. Um, I managed to walk along some trackways, which are not too bad, some old trackways. Uh, but I had to rewalk a little bit of the coast pathy bit, which was a bit, uh, was a bit uppy, but not too bad. But it was, it was that walk, that walk up the Salcombe Hill um, was just like, ouch. Um, what didn't help... What really didn't help was, as I mentioned on Facebook, uh, as I was preparing myself for that, I was, I was like, oh, well, I've got some wine. Wine wine, wine helps. <laughs> Especially wine plus ibuprofen. I know you're supposed to do that, but, you know, sometimes it's like, uh, wine, a bit of wine, ibuprofen. It's fine. Um, and, yeah, these dogs just started attacking me. It was um, this woman... I just didn't have control of her dogs at all. Um, I wasn't even walking anywhere near her. I was walking 
sort of past, not even past her, I was walking in a different path entirely. So I was kind of walking kind of across and she was walking towards me, but I was walking away pretty much. And she, you could see when she was sort of shouting at dogs, it was like, uh-oh. And they came and came at me. And they were, they were growling and being very aggressive, even though there were smaller dogs, two of them. And so I had to use my wine, my plastic wine bottle, because of course I, I put it into a plastic, because around South, South Sidmouth, you've got these sort of, this is a designated no alcohol area. So I was like, oh, I'll put it, I put it some into a plastic, so I didn't have aggro. And so I was swinging that at the dogs, not wanting to hurt them, but just like, get away, get away. Uh, a bit like the cows earlier, except the cows are more friendly. They did try and eat my trainers, and they did try and eat my, steal my backpack. You see, these cows. You think they're normal? You think they're, you think they're 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 innocuous? But uh, I got my eye on you, cows. Yeah. So they started eating, munching my straps and my backpack while I was trying to do my painting. But anyway, less fun was that, and and I was like, you know, control your dog, you know, and you know, and call the police. In fact, I couldn't because I had one percent on my phone. But I was just like, really. And she made some sort of weird comment about, oh, it's your backpack, and it's like, so you train dogs, and then sort of, oh, I just come back from China, and I was like. It's very strange in the heat at the moment. I said, this backpack is made in America, which it is. It is. It's Kelty. And I was like, mm, what's, what's China got to do with it? What's China, what's China got to do with backpacks? I'm confused. Why Why would the dog coming back from China... Well, the good question is why the dog was in China. Why China and... I, so many questions. I did not stick around to find out, but it made me so annoyed and so kind of scared in that moment. And I was just like... <sighs> Can I go through one of these trips without having a dog incident? I mean, we had the nice dog, Cassie the Staffy, who I got to know. Um, we've had some other lovely dogs, some well-behaved doggos. We like doggos, big fan of doggos. Um, the big problem is owners. Owners can't owners can't control their doggos. And they don't want to. And they, they must make up these lies about, oh, 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 if my dog doesn't like someone... Um, then, uh, oh, I don't like them because there must be something wrong with them. No, you just haven't controlled your... You haven't taught your dog how to behave around other people. That's an excuse. So anyway... I'll report back later. I've got a full battery pack today, so I should be able to... You know, the previous days... The reason why there's been a a flood of podcasts suddenly is just when I get some battery and, and signal... So it's just been sorry about like getting like three podcasts at once, but it's it's just that's unfortunately how it is. Some place, especially when I'm moving, I don't have any power. Uh no power. No power now. Um and and quite often no signal. It's, the campsite's really weird. It's like it's there for one minute and then next minute just getting two G. I don't understand it. So anyway, I'll speak to you soon. I arrived in Budley, so I'll soon find it not only half closed at the amazingly late time of 5pm, but they were still building it. Uh, it's, it's weird because I've seen so many pictures of the Otterton, is it the, the River Otterton, Otter Estuary at Budley Salterton? You know, there's lots of birds and lots of that sort of 
there's wetlands and there's like a meandering river but when I arrived I had that clanking noise that I heard oh oh yeah yeah is uh I'm still trying to divine the coastal path because they don't bother oh there we are well it's a public footpath that doesn't mean it's the coastal path because of course they gave a one sign in the town and then no no sign since but uh, yeah let's just say I got some the old fish and chip shops were closed because obviously Monday why would people want fish and chip shops on Monday that ancient law about oh if you open every day you have to close one day of the week used to be traditionally Sunday they have a lot of Sunday some weekend trade so they usually close on close on Monday or Tuesday so I went to a got some kebab shop cheesy chips because I promised myself some chips if I continue on and some Vimto and yeah I like Budley Salston so much I decided I'd rather never come here ever again and uh, I'm walking to Exmouth <sighs> because um, I just want partly because I want it done but partly because if I got the bus from there at 6.30 not only do I have to hang around a kind of a version of Hastings where we've got to pay their bill yeah it had kind of a less classier Seaton vibe or like Hastings but lower end um, apparently the home of Walter Raleigh and I'm sure it was a lovely place until everyone moved there because hence all the building work but the thing they were building in the estuary was a bridge uh, sort of a footbridge across the mouth of the estuary which is like way to go ruining it and the other one is the first thing I arrived into was what seemed like an industrial estate and it turned out that was supposedly a nature reserve which is the uh, old bridge across you have to walk kind of like three quarters of a mile so from danger point which um, the most euphemistically named thing ever I'm sure for sailors it might be dangerous but it was the most uneventful danger point I've ever seen so you walk inland so three quarters of a mile or half a mile you walk over a ridge and arrived found found the south coast path has been closed because what they're doing and I assume this is what they're doing it for is that they're doing it so people don't have to walk that little bit inland and back not realising that I've walked a lot of the south coast, uh, southwest or south east was the coastal path in the south, and there were places. I'm trying to remember the name of the place. I, I was really beautiful, but you literally have to walk about a mile and a half in or two miles in, go over a little bridge and mile out or two miles out, and it's a similar kind of deal but much nicer, <laughs> and certainly doesn't have cranes and clanking and. It's like, and 
So, to make a nature reserve, they've actually made it... They've landscaped it, which doesn't make any sense. Or, it's actually, as all these things are, is a hidden tidal coastal defence plan. Which is, when they talk about, oh, it's improvements, it quite often means, oh, if we don't do this, things our homes might flood. So, but it's just like... It's such a beautiful area with all these apparently very legendary for you can see lots of bird hides I think it's legendary for bird life and like that I'm sure they're not very happy about this clanking noise every five minutes and these cranes and usually I'm a big fan of cranes I'm not a big fan of them but you know they're part of the urban landscape you don't expect them on the coast to walk in someone that's renowned for its picturesqueness um it might be because it's slightly out of season, it's the 11th of September, but it's still like, I suspect they started that during season, which is a bit strange. But there's this, this, this new pass and rocks everywhere, and planting loads of trees. That's not a nature reserve, if you actually are planting loads and loads of, of extra things. That's landscaping, that's not, that's not preserving the nature, that's kind of making it and it looked like a it looked like an industrial estate or a off-ramp of a motorway and I was just like that was my first experience and then I went into the town um which was took me a long time to find it because it's about sort of a mile from that estuary and it was all just endless holiday lets and houses um, eventually when I got there I went to the pharmacy that I was thinking of getting some gel insoles now I had women's ones so that, that was a pointless trip and no sort of odour eaters or something like that but I'm thinking well, this is going to be the end of the trip anyway so may as well just live with the flat footedness that will ensue but what I've promised myself is um, I'll get to Exmouth and get a taxi because it's, that's the end of the trip. That's the end of the walk. I'll have walked all of the Jurassic Coast and there won't be anybody there waiting and little flags or anything but my little present to myself is a taxi home. Well, not home. <laughs> That'd be very expensive. That'd be one hell of a big... Although, given how much I've spent on this project, uh, and zero return, um, it probably would have been just as cheap, probably, to take a taxi every day from London to each bit I want to do. <sighs> probably. Uh, given the gear and the campsites and all that shit, <sighs> I expect it probably would have been cheaper to hire somebody with a car. Um, and do it all in one go. Well, I couldn't have done it all in one go. This is the thing. Is my I was thinking about this thing. If I got up earlier today, if I did this or that, and I was like, well, no, because my feet need to rest, and I might dawdle a bit in the morning and get off the campsite till uh, eleven. I woke up at six, and and was awake for ages because I was so cold. Another reason why I was like. Mm, because Thursday, Tuesday night's going to be even colder 
and tonight, you know, tonight's going to be the same as last night, but it was the official weather, which is bullshit, because it was supposed to rain at three, didn't, I had a few spots earlier, had a few spots earlier as well, and four or five, um, uh, we're supposed to then rain constantly until nearly 11, and it stopped at 10, and, you know, it's, these, these, this area does not conform to even the hyperlocal weather systems. Um, so, but yeah, if it's going to be colder, I would expect that to be different next tomorrow night. Last night was okay. I made a mistake, I got too hot in my down sleeping bag and I took off because it's kind of weird. Sometimes you want to have a a layer between you and the bag. Sometimes it, it depends on the bag and it depends on the situation. Sometimes it actually gets in the way if you've got too many clothes on. The reason why people feel cold in sleeping bags is quite often they've got in there fully clothed. You're not supposed to do that. Um, you're supposed to get a rating that's good for your where you are and then allow your... Oh, I don't know which way is which. Uh, this is probably footpath. I'll follow it. I want to follow it on the coast. It's not going to get lost around Exmouth. Um, and again, famous last words, but we know where the coast is. Just um, follow the coast. We'll hit Exmouth. And so far, it seems it's very much like not a coast path. It's as I thought it might be. It's just like some kind of park path. I looked it down the map and I was like, that's four miles and also it doesn't feel very strenuous, but the strenuous bit was a bit, I just went the hill, I just went up there, but we shall see, we shall see, but I'd much rather never go back to Budley, because I was like, it, it, it's one of those places where, as I say, a long time ago, I'm sure it was lovely, but I put up a picture of, it's the home of Sir Walter Raleigh, I think, there was lots of St. Walter Raleigh references. And the funny thing was, I took a picture of um, one of the... You have all these boats everywhere that, you know, sort of, sort of spuddly in bloom, you know, um, with, you know, boats with flowers in, and there's a paddle on. I was, I, when I took a picture, I was thinking, oh, shit, creek without a paddle, and then it was like, uh, I saw all the stuff about Walter Raleigh and went, Including Millet painted the boy, the boy called Raleigh was painted it, which is probably the reason why I know it. Actually, probably one of the reasons why I know Budley Salterton. The other one would be Walter Raleigh. Um, but I was like, oh, this is the ship that Raleigh got the fuck out of here on. <laughs> no wonder he went touring the world. You ever visit Budley Salterton, you will see where it is. We're on the right path, good. I could guess that. Oh, and it's a woodland walk. Oh, we know how we love these, but, you know, I can just march through these. I don't think we're in Undercliff, but it's very under, it's very similar to Undercliff. <laughs> it's fine, because it's cool. Just don't fall over a tree stump. But yeah, so, we'll see. I can always bail inland, I hope I don't end up having to do two taxi journeys, but um, 
there are buses to Exmouth. The only problem is, is that, as I, I said, oh, you can get Exmouth, you can get a train from Exmouth to Exeter and then get the nine back. Um, I need to double check on the times on that, but I think those buses uh, leave quite early in the night. Obviously, when I get them, it's well down the line, so they're quite late. But I think the one I get that's 8 o'clock at the 9A. But there's no fucking way I'm walking up that hill again, like I did last night. That's just, like, too much. Whichever way, bailing to a bus and then finding a bus that links up, I'm going... I'm not going to walk up that hill, which won't be famous last words. But... I will shell out for a cab for that, because I just... You know, the end is in sight. I need to preserve my foot feet. And that hill is just... I mean, it was... Just when I realised there was fog at the top, I was like, shit. Because my... I had to then put the white torch on and then hope the, the motorists, which were surprisingly a lot, even though it's a little tiny road going up. It's a back road. And it was like quite late, nine at night. There was quite a few of those minivans going up there. Probably people going back to the campsite, but not giving me a lift, probably. <laughs> I bumped into a couple of people from the campsite who were very nice, who didn't know that I was the person. It's, one of them had seen me painting the painting on the last podcast. The one of the church afternoon and uh, they were like oh did you really live in that little tent and I'm going I've got one smaller <laughs> that's always the question if people live in these massive like four six eight people tents these palace tents and the caravans and things I was like oh do you really live in that it is possible to live in a small space and not take up lots of space like you're doing. It's a mindset. But, yeah. So, hopefully, we'll get to Xmas later tonight. And I'll take a view about what I'm doing. Um, I might even find a nice late night meal. Well, not that late night. I think it's four miles. And if it's like going to be like this, I'm going to do it in a few hours. Because that was a surprising thing. I did... I didn't set off to about three from Ladron Bay. And I was at Danger Point an hour later. And then at... Um, at Budley's uh, Sultan. About five, so that's two hours. And, you know, it's at three and three quarters, I think, or three and a half. So, it's reasonable to expect to do this in two. And so I'll get there before it's dark. But we've got some overage. And I've got my, of course, I've got my head torch. Um, I don't want to be going over unknown paths at night. 
but I've noticed there's so much intersection with roads and parks and things, although there's weirdly a range uh, in one, one part of it, which I might have to go around, it's all the points is a range, but the, um, depends on their firing, but yes, not impressed by Woodley Salterton, and so let's press on and finish this project.